0: As we get down near the end of the season, it's getting much harder to make these tough, tough calls. Should I choose A or B, B or C, C or D, and then you feel like you're at the eye doctor and you get anxiety and it's just it's just a terrible, terrible situation. Don't worry, just send us your guys' questions at FF daydreamers on Twitter or at fantasy daydreamers on Instagram. Just relieve yourself of that. And if we get it wrong, then you don't blame yourself and you blame us. So, win win. Now, onto the podcast. What's up? What's good? It's your boy, Big Game, your host, JJ, and I am back for another episode of the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. With me, I have producer Ian. What up? Thank Keeping you so it quick much. quick today. For- <laughs> Thanks for joining me, and we also have uh, Keone with us here today.
1: Hello, hello. Oh, it's so good to be here. And it's nice to have you back after your long trek lost in a Christmas tree forest. I'm on my hiatus. Um, <laughs> uh, how was your guys' this Thanksgiving?
0: Yep.
2: Boring.
0: <laughs> Bore- yeah, social yeah. distance.
1: Tried to I keep as far away from my family as possible. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but that's I love a- them. So. That's,
0: that's every year though, right? Yeah. Uh, that's
1: every day. It's yeah. just a normal day in the life.
0: All right, today we're going to have some news, some uh, ads for you, and then we're going to really dive deep into the Week 12 recap. So let's start off with some news. The Steelers and the Ravens game has been postponed from Thanksgiving Day to Monday to Tuesday, and now it'll be played tomorrow. So, I mean... Do you guys think this game is actually going to go through and it's going to play? That that's the news so far. Is, is yes,
1: because I think the NFL like is terrible and they need this. Like they're if cool. it was any other matchup, yeah. I think it would it wouldn't have happened. But if it's still being pushed back, then I think it will. They're, like the NFL has obviously listened to Salt and Peppa because they're like ah, push it, push it real good. <laughs>
2: You,
0: you couldn't even is, finish that. <laughs> is,
2: that uh, is that what we took our notes on this week? <laughs> Salt and pepper. Yeah. I I mean it's clearly a big money making game for them, so they're gonna they're going to play it. Yeah. Like I I think some real stuff needs to go down. Um, mon uh, as of Monday they didn't have any um, more positive tests on the Ravens, so that's a good sign. So they can able to play it. But I think that the they're kind of they're treating the Ravens too nice. I mean they made the Broncos play with no quarterback. Yeah. But like the Ravens are like, oh no, it's okay. We'll just keep pushing the game back. Like, eh. Seems a little sus to me.
0: Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot going into it, but I mean, hopefully if you're counting on Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. Ben Roethlisberger, to have a big game. Hopefully they play this game and hope you uh, win your week for
2: maybe a few people. I mean, they're also playing at 340 Eastern on Wednesday. Like, yeah, I'm about to call out of work. (laughs) True facts.
0: Um, In other news, Daniel Jones, he was on a tear. The Giants moved into first place in their division, but he injured his hamstring. It doesn't look like it's as bad as they first as bad as they had first thought, but it is injured. He's hoping he can go um, in week thirteen, but he's gonna wait and see. They're gonna see what he can do during practice this week. Uh, Colt McCoy. Does that? I mean, Sterling Shepard, Wayne Gallman, maybe Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram are are. Fantasy somewhat relevant guys. Are they still as relevant with Colt McCoy?
2: I think I... Wayne Gallman for sure. Yeah, maybe Wayne Gallman even a little more. Maybe he'll actually get more than like eighty yards. Um, but I think it hurts. I don't know. We have to. We have to see whose favorite target is.
0: I think uh Slayton was already on the decline as of late um fantasy wise and like he's just he's never really gotten the targets he's just been big play so without that big play there it really hurts him um I think I don't know we'll have to wait and see on Shepard and Ingram and I'm just scared to play Wayne Gallman this week just because you know he had the two great weeks he's looking good and People have been questioning, do I start him or not? Me and Ian were talking about
1: this before, but wh- what, Keone? I'm. I. Why the why is there hesitance around 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 oh, Wayne just, Gallman? Just the
0: past few weeks, you don't feel like. I mean, like I know you've been really high on him.
1: He but, has six touchdowns in five games.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he's still right on the cusp. He's. I mean, I I've been in love with him too, but I'm just scared that people are finally trusting him and he's just gonna let you down it's just i mean it's
1: 2020 has hurt us too much
0: (laughs) true hopefully they don't let us down again i love him and i want him to do good i'm just scared of that trap
2: game you know he's he's scored every game since he became like the main runner in that field which is seven
0: he's looked great yeah and i have nothing to back up what i'm saying i'm just saying it's just uh, pure fear yeah
1: you can feel it yeah in the air i
2: mean I mean, the tonight, uh, the benefit is <laughs> he got 24 carries, oh, which is Lord? his most. <laughs> he got 24 carries, which is his most. And it, was that because Daniel Jones is out? So they're like, all right, keep giving him, which means he got 94 yards. But no, no like, I yeah, think it yeah. helps him. Um, all right. Is anybody, is anybody on that team from Texas? Because that's who I'm going to bet on to get the most targets from Colt McCoy.
0: Shout out. All right, Philip Lindsay. He went down with a minor knee injury. This team did not have a quarterback, so technically Philip Lindsay started at quarterback, got the first snap. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so you know, uh, I don't know where to go with this. Melvin Gordon. I mean, if they don't have their quarterbacks back, don't start anyone on the Broncos team.
2: Yeah, don't even watch that game. Turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they said Philip Lindsay could be out one to three weeks as a baseline estimate. They're waiting for test results to get back. Um, it could be like a meniscus. It could be his MCL. It could be just a bone bruise. But one to three weeks seems to be the kind of the consensus right now, waiting until there's more information.
0: If Drew Locke is back in playing, does that help Melvin Gordon? Uh Yes, Absolutely. does it oh. make, does it bump him into a Flex candidate RB2?
2: Mm, flex. I think we got to get lucky for him to be RB2. like hey we need to see it more. If Lindsay's out da- like I think that range is pretty pretty right. Um, but if Lindsay's back then it's flexes the ceiling.
1: Yeah, because he needs to catch those passes, and hopefully get in that end zone. So, but without an actual quarterback, that's not going to really happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Without a quarterback, yeah, stay away from all of them. Um, the 40 ers niners—they're not allowed to play. They're not allowed to have contact sports in Santa Clarita, where they have their home games. <laughs> so, Santa Clara. Yeah, Saint Clara, that's right. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um so they will be playing their next two home games in Arizona. Uh which isn't one of them in primetime against the Bills this coming up week, I believe. So that'll be really interesting to see and we'll see how it affects San Francisco.
2: I think this year it doesn't matter. There's no so fans. Either. It's not like it's not like you're going to get a bunch of Cardinals fans in there booing the 49ers. Like there's no fans. They're probably going to travel there as soon as they can, which is what today, maybe, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be there. The only big deal that they're going to have to deal with is they're going to be in a hotel room instead of at their own houses.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like we said earlier, uh, Drew Locke should be back. He did not test positive, but he was just in close contact. So he only had to be out five days. He just missed the game. Uh, So he should be back this week. Uh, Moving on, Josh Jacobs, he suffered an ankle sprain this week. The Raiders just looked terrible in this game. They couldn't get anything going on offense. And so, do you just chalk this one up to the game and, you know, maybe they pulled him early because, you know, maybe you're limping. But because he said he's good to go for this coming up week. They're playing the Jets. You got to start him up.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's technically, I don't think he's been officially listed as questionable yet. Um, but that's essentially what he is. He says he could play. Um, it just depends on how the team feels. That team can easily beat the Jets. So, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't play him just out of double precaution overall safety, but I think also if they want to just, hey, go, get your confidence back up, destroy the Jets, or surprisingly lose to the Jets because that seems a Raider thing to do. But I I don't think he's out. I think he's playing.
0: So does Devontae Booker become someone you look at? He's 5.3% uh, owned in ESPN leagues. Is he someone you look at to add? Because if they do get up quick on the Jets, do they take out Jacobs because of this? Is
1: I think is that I would cross your mind at all. I think I would add Booker if Jacobs doesn't play. But otherwise, I don't. I mean, I imagine they'll they should get up on them in terms of the score, but I don't know if that means that Booker will go in. So it's not necessarily a risk I'm willing to take, especially at this point in the season, unless I know that Booker's going to be the starter.
2: With injury worry, I'm picking up Booker if I own Jacobs. That's my thing. I own Jacobs, I'm picking up Booker. Just Fair in enough. case. Yeah, yeah, just just in case. <clears throat> but so far, the Jets lately have actually, they've been losing games. They're world-class at losing games, amazing at it. But they've been kind of staying in them until like the second half. And so I think for the second team, the second string to actually play enough minutes to get um like to get enough fantasy stats, the Raiders would have to just beat up on them 35 points immediately, just like after the first quarter or after the first two quarters.
0: So Booker's just a handcuff. Start Jacobs if he's playing.
2: Yeah, and... for sure. For certain.
0: Oh, okay. Um Moving on, Brian Flores, coach of the Miami Dolphins, he says, if Tua is healthy, he will be the starter. There is no magic here in Miami. That's a quote. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> me, I said it. JJ, 2020. <laughs> um, yeah, so, both these guys are – uh. Flex, I mean flex options. These guys are streamer options at the quarterback. Yeah, if you can play them in your flex, go for it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Have us join your league. These guys are streaming (laughs) options. Whichever one of them starts, you just got to know which one is starting. DJ Moore. This one was a little bit scary. He left with an ankle injury. It was non-contact. So we were wondering... What happened? Did he tear his Achilles? Because that's usually what it is. But x rays came back. There was no break. So, I, have you guys seen anything since that? Because um, I haven't as of. I,
2: I couldn't find anything. It was just yeah. the. It was. It looked bad. And, you know, those non contact injuries always. You have that fear of um, like ACL and stuff. But. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I can't find anything out yeah, I would expect him to miss a week, if not multiple weeks, because it was non-contact. I'm that just scares me a lot. So, have a pivot option for DJ Moore.
1: They're going into their buy, aren't they? Yeah, Which helps. Yes. Yeah,
2: greatly helps. But I would be looking at like Curtis Samuel.
0: Are you picking for up sure. Curtis Samuel through the buy, or are you like, is he a uh, beat the waiver wire guy? Or are you waiting till next week and try to
2: snag him then? Curtis Samuel, he, he's been doing well enough lately, so I, I, it's a hard one.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I th- I feel like after the buy, it's gonna be Christian McCaffrey coming back. However, and that might sound scary for Curtis Samuel, it's definitely it's probably the death nail for Mike Davis, if anything. Thank you. God, I'm
0: <laughs> sick of Mike
1: Davis. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's a great guy, but yeah, it's just well, the yeah, season. And yeah, yeah, he's probably a great, yeah, great. Person we've talked. We, it seems like we've talked about him every single week. Yeah. Um, and however, that might be scary for another running back, even though he's a wide receiver. But it, when Christian McCaffrey came back, like recently, he had his best game of the season. Curtis Samuel did so. It's. It, it's an, it might be a possibility that that happens again. But Christian McCaffrey, so, I think, will be back.
2: So I just looked at it. Um, Curtis Samuel's already 75% owned. So if I'm in a league that doesn't own him, Pick him and, up. I'm, yeah, and I'm, I'm picking him up through the buy. I'm holding on to him through the bye because I don't think he'll be there next week,
1: especially if Good. DJ Moore's out. Yeah, that's 75% listen to us. Good job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just move on. Dalvin Cook, he had an ankle injury. He left for a little bit, but then he came back for the fourth quarter. Um, So I don't think that's anything we're really worried about.
2: Yeah, I think he missed one or two drives.
0: Yeah, he came back with like three minutes or so um, in the third quarter. So he played the whole fourth quarter. Um, Moving right along, Will Fuller. He had a monster day on Thursday on Thanksgiving, but then he announced on Instagram that he has been suspended for six games for performance enhancement drugs.
1: <laughs> Turkey was not the only thing he was having on Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently.
1: <laughs> oh my God. he's Six games. There's only five games
2: left in the season and he's probably a free agent. So that means... Whatever team he signs to next year, he's missing the first game next year.
1: Yeah, I so I do have a drop for this week then.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, yeah. great point, Keone.
0: <laughs> Dang, higher with it. <laughs> um, so does this hurt Deshaun Watson? Does it help Brandon Cooks?
2: It helps Brandon Cooks a lot. Um, Deshaun Watson, I'm. Uh, he's been getting it done lately. I think it maybe inhibits him a little more, just because he's gonna not have as many open targets. I'm kind of hoping it means that he he runs the ball a little more, and we start seeing him put up like 40, 40, 50 yards consistently a game rushing,
0: and just become a dominant fantasy quarterback.
2: Well, yeah, just stay where he's at right now. Yeah. He's been pretty dominant the past
0: like, the past few games. weeks. He's like. Uh, qb4 on the season or something like that something crazy yeah he's we'll talking about great. him a little bit later um, but yeah um, other news David Johnson he went on IR for that concussion and he's eligible to come back uh, this coming up week week 13 so just keep an eye on that if you picked up Duke Johnson and you've been playing him uh, I don't we don't know yet if David Johnson is going to be cleared but there's a possibility, so just keep an eye out for
1: it. Although I think yeah, that it's days. against it's against Indy, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, and believe so. it's an away game for Indy, so we you know not, what that means. Ah. Yeah, not good for the running backs. Yeah, what does
2: like. that mean, Keone? I haven't listened to any podcast this year.
1: Well, now that you've asked, <laughs> did you know that the <laughs> The Colts' defense, in away games, have not allowed a single rushing touchdown.
0: What? Okay. I hope they go all season
1: with it. With that stuff. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. Um, that
2: would remind me of like, the 49ers of 2012 or 13. I don't think they allowed a 100-yard rusher. They only allowed like two rushing touchdowns total the whole year. It was like something ridiculous.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, that'll do it for the news for us. Uh, Let's move on to some waiver wire ads. This week for the waiver wire ads, it's really just handcuffs. Go get your guys' handcuffs. Jamal Williams, if you have Aaron Jones. Latavius Murray, if you have Alvin Kamara. Tony Pollard, if you have Ezekiel Elliott. Devontae Booker, if you have Josh Jacobs, like we talked about this is a crazy, crazy season with COVID, with injuries. I mean, it's just been hitting everyone really hard. Go make sure you have that insurance policy. Go get the backup. I mean, if COVID hits and it hits the whole room, then it, maybe it's not so great for you. But if it's just an injury, you have that sure thing. There are sure guys out there, like Tony Pollard backing up Zeke. He If Zeke goes down... It's going to be 100% Tony Pollard.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. He's That's a prime example of somebody who um, I think could be starting on any other team. Well, not any other team, but, like, another team that needs a running back right now.
0: Yeah, so do you guys have any other handcuffs? Can you guys think of any off the top of your head?
2: I, I mean, maybe McKissick, but, I mean, he should – He's owned already heavily yeah, yeah if you
1: if game. you if you have him you've you've like yeah, you've he, people started. have had him already that's yeah. yeah Yeah.
0: there's been so many injuries that a lot of the backups are already owned so
1: but if they're not owned you need
0: to go get them you need to go get your handcuff
2: yeah
0: um any drops will fuller he's a ah. he's a major drop <laughs>
2: I'm now saying Gus Edwards for him. I'm saying Gus Edwards now, which sucks because I literally wrote the article saying pick up (laughs) Gus Edwards for this week. And then the NFL just moved. They literally moved the Ravens game back almost a full week. They moved it back six days. And because of that, Gus Edwards did not ever get a chance in the same week. I'm telling you to pick him up. I'm also saying to drop it. Because Ingram and Dobbins can come back now, and they're probably going to play Wednesday, and if that's the case, there's no point in having Edwards. He's the number three in a running back by committee that is really only two heads.
0: Yeah, and I would be scared to play anyone in that Baltimore offense, but definitely that Baltimore backfield. Because if all three of them are back, we've seen what all three of them do together, and it's not good for your fantasy team. God, It's terrible.
2: So I, I'm i mad. I'm very, I can't even think. I honestly can't because I said pick him up and I'm like, yeah, it's a good one. Pick him up. Said it last Tuesday. And now this Tuesday, now this Tuesday yeah, <laughs> Drop him and he hasn't even played.
1: Yeah. This is like, this whole game is purely like a spite move from the NFL. And we're it's just going to play. Yeah. It's, we're seeing the trickle down effects of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and make sure you guys are checking because your your fantasy league is dropping people because they're if they're adding people, that means they're dropping people. Go check who they're dropping. You might you might find some good guys there. You might you might find something worth it. Especially if you have a winning record and you can sit on someone for a
2: few weeks.
1: Like might be might be worth it.
2: Yeah, every once in a while somebody drops a, like a Drew Brees.
1: Or like <laughs> That's true. Alan Lazard, I think, is a good example. Yeah, great example there. For these next few weeks.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think that'll do it all for the waiver wire this week. Let's dive into some week 12 recap. All right, so week 12 is, well, besides the Steelers and the Ravens game, is almost in the books. I mean, we, we we only got so much time to get together and record, so sorry we can't <laughs> wait for that last game. Um, but besides that, let's talk about uh, what we saw and what that means coming up for this future week. Uh, let's start with the quarterbacks, Derek Carr from the Las Vegas Raiders. We talked about him earlier with Josh Jacobs. The whole Raiders offense just really let us down. I really thought we had a, they had a chance uh, playing the Falcons. The Falcons' defense hasn't looked that good, but uh, they looked good against the Raiders.
2: I, I'm so pissed <laughs> off. I'm so mad. I can't trust any quarterback that's not a top-tier quarterback going against any team any week. I've lost complete trust. Jared Goff did it to me against the Seahawks. He played like he just played like ass. And now Derek Carr, when I was like, Yeah, Derek Carr is going against the Falcons. Why not pick him up? He can do all these things. Man had they can throw it. Man had three fumbles, all of them he lost. No touchdowns, one interception, 215 pass yards. I am Deeply sorry to anybody who took my advice and saying you should start Derek Carr.
1: I, I, Ian.
0: We, we all get some wrong.
1: Are you potentially I, saying that Derek Carr disappointed you? Yes, Kioni. He is the. Yeah, you can say it. So that means he is the Kevin Sorbo disappointed player of the week. I'm done, guys. I don't want to be on the podcast anymore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I'm so mad. Okay. And you so... know what, You know what's terrible is the next game he's got is the Jets. So yeah, it's yeah. Teasing that's what me I was just
0: gonna say. It's teasing me. The, the next game is the Jets. So are you willing to go back to where to a quarterback that just got you less than one fantasy point? The Jets are are giving up. 29.8 fantasy points to the quarterback positions in the last four weeks. They're not good.
2: I keep hearing just in the back of my mind, commitment to excellence. And then I look at the score 43 to six or whatever it was. I no, I'm personally, I'm not trusting him. I'm not saying anything good about Derek Carr the rest of the season. This man <sighs> needs to drop in these next four games for the last four games of the fantasy season. I uh, he needs to drop like 16 touchdowns for me to be like, okay, <laughs> he's good. I'm um, so good.
1: Yeah. I, I got lucky on this because I to- I chose to talk about co- uh Kirk Cousins only because Derek Carr was slightly more owned than him in ESPN leagues. So I sort of defaulted into picking the better quarterback so I got very lucky in that otherwise I would have talked about Derek Carr and I would have been the fool better for this
2: week
0: so Keone you didn't didn't dip into the pool are you willing to go now whenever he plays against the Jets
1: I I feel like it's a poisoned apple because it's very enticing but how do you do that like how do you do that against Atlanta like come on
0: yeah it's embarrassing.
1: Can we play that George W. Bush clip? The the fool me once. Shame on shame on
2: you. Fool me. <laughs> from, can't from get fooled the, again.
0: From the J. Cole song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: We, we can't get fooled again. Like I'm I'm yeah. sticking away from it.
0: Yeah, me too. Derek Carr has I mean, in half of the wins, three of their six wins, Derek Carr has thrown 25 or fewer passes. I expect them to win against the Jets. I expect them to run the ball quite a bit. They don't want Derek Carr throwing the ball. So I'm actually staying away from Derek Carr this week, even though it's against the Jets.
2: He really has only been good against the Chiefs. I don't know why. It's like he's like, I'm better than Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) And he tries his best.
0: They've played to their opponent, I feel like. And so it might be a close (laughs) game against the Jets this week. I don't know, let's move on to Deshaun Watson. He's coming off a great game. He finished QB two, threw for over three hundred yards and threw for four touchdowns. But like we talked about, he lost Will Fuller playing the Colts defense this week and they're no joke. Like we talked about, how you guys feel about this whole we we talked about it a little bit, but how you guys feel about
1: Deshaun Watson? I feel like he had a great week, and i I feel though like their season I, it's a little like too late like um, they, they waited yeah too, too little to too late, late. <laughs> yeah, they waited too long to get rid of bill O'Brien <laughs> so, pretty much, and I don't think they're gonna be playing for to get into playoffs or anything like that, but and I, and some people may be like, oh well, the Colts look at what they did against Tennessee this past game. It's like, yeah, that's fine. That's like one of their three games that the defense, you know, didn't do well. Plus, it's against Derrick Henry, so like, yeah. calm down a little Preach. bit on that. The, the Indianapolis Colts are still an incredible defense. Um, so I I don't know how well he'll do. Yeah, because his number one receiver is gone, and like to our point earlier, I think it affects. Brandon cooks in a more positive light than it does him in a negative light, but it's not necessarily good for him to not have his number one receiver. So we'll see. But the most yeah. important
2: thing is he he won the broke he won the breakup with O'Brien. Oh
1: yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: They sure. they they see each other at the mall, and Deshaun Watson is the pretty girl and he's have all his friends where he's Bill got the O'Brien's... Wetzel
0: pretzel in his hand
2: <laughs> yeah, he's Bill O'Brien around. wants him
0: and the Wetzel pretzel <laughs> I ain't got no money
2: <laughs> Yeah, Bill O'Brien searching his pockets to go to the vending machine like oh man <laughs> I wish they had a quarter like so the, the Indianapolis scares me but I I think at this point Deshaun Watson is a is a start every week yeah so you
0: gotta start him, him. Yep.
2: yeah you it, it's gonna you're going to feel worse if you look like a fool who sat Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Unless
0: absolutely. you had like
2: Aaron Rodgers on your bench.
0: Yeah. I think, I think the bigger thing is the impact on the receivers and the running backs, the tight ends. Do the tight ends, Fells, Aikens become guys you look at to stream?
2: Aikens. I don't, I don't know about Fells. Aikens is kind of sticking around. It kind of seems it's dependent on how many pass yards Watson throws. Like, if Watson throws for a lot of yards, Aiken seems to find his na- his number being called more, but hope maybe that'll change now that they lost Wolf Fuller.
0: Yeah, hopefully he gets a few more targets, and he still has that shot to get in the end zone, but he still has to get in the end zone for him to have a good game for you. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to another guy who is definitely a fantasy starter. He just had an off week this week, Kyler Murray from the Arizona Cardinals. He was the uh, number one QB coming into the week, so I really don't think that this is anything to worry about. He finished with seven points, eight points on the week. 7.9 points, 170 yards. He didn't throw a touchdown. He only had 31 rushing yards. It it was just an off week for Kyler Murray.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's his first week this whole season outside the top 11. And so, I mean, every quarterback is due for one off week. Every player is due for at least one off week. It's a 16-game season. Let's hope QB 23 was his off week against the Still a good defense in New England.
0: Yeah, and Kenyon Drake got two rushing touchdowns, so it's not like they weren't near near the end zone and he couldn't have got them. They just went to someone else this week, and sometimes that's how it goes.
2: Yeah, they really shut down Kyler Murray's run, too. He only had like 30 yards rushing.
1: Yeah, they did the the Patriots thing of we're going to shut down a specific player and that's what we're going to focus on this game. And and it's usually the best player and that's Kyler Murray on that team. I guess DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, did you see
0: Gilmore took some uh, plays and just held DeAndre Hopkins again? This man is, they're just like, you're not going to catch any passes on us because we're just going to hold you. So, you're not going to have a good game, but you still got to start DeAndre Hopkins.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: For sure. That's
0: All right. Let's question. move on to uh, someone else that let's see where this conversation goes. Mitchell Trubitsky threw for almost 250 yards, threw oh, for three oh. touchdowns, and he finished QB 14. He's not good for your fantasy team. I don't think anyone on this podcast part of the fantasy daydreamers is telling you to pick up and play Mitchell Trubisky. He threw two interceptions, but is he better for Allen Robinson? He seems to have that little bit of a Jameis vibe where he's going to extend the play a little bit and he's going to throw the ball into, to where someone can catch it.
1: And he's seemingly better for David Montgomery as well, to a certain extent.
0: Yeah, so. it seems to be opening up some holes for David Montgomery. I mean, one of Montgomery's... Montgomery went for over 100 yards, but one of his plays was... rushes was pretty long, 50 Yeah, I think yards. it was
1: like his longest of his career or something, or his season. Something to that effect.
0: But still, yeah, he had a he had a great game too with Mitch Trubisky. That was a great point.
1: Before this
2: game, um, here's a Very fun fact. Before this game, only two quarterbacks this season who had started three games or more were undefeated. Big Ben and Mitchell Turdbisky. So I think he's better for their their team overall. Um, I still don't think he's good. I mean, he had a very Blake Bortles type game where they just were down, 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 and then suddenly third fourth like fourth quarter they need to run from behind he and he throws two touchdowns and that's exactly what he did he had one touchdown before half and then he had uh two touchdowns in the fourth quarter and that's what really helped his day like that's the only reason he got his points that he had yeah
1: right and so even though you're not going to start him because you shouldn't Um, In terms of Allen Robinson and David Montgomery and, like, the other players that he might affect in a positive way, their next next matchups are Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. So there's a decent slate of games left for them.
2: Why can't they have a good quarterback? That would be such an easy, like, yeah, start this man. Like, even just... A well, medium
0: quarterback are you looking to start any anyone who do you trust you obviously trust alan robinson you yeah. trust david montgomery
1: mm, I'd, i need another game
0: okay i think i mean i think there's not really a way around david not starting david montgomery with the landscape of the running back is he's, he's definitely a flex option and if you don't have anything you 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 feel better starting him than some other people that Mike Davis that you might be starting. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but Cole Komet or Anthony Miller, those, I feel like those are the next two guys up that have a shot at scoring a touchdown. So do you look at either of them, Cole Komet, the tight end, Anthony Miller, wide receiver, Cordell Patterson? He only got some touches on the ground this week, didn't? He, I mean, he's really turned into their backup running back, so I don't think he has any value. But what do you guys think about Miller or Commit? Um,
2: Anthony Miller, I think, is more likely to catch a touchdown. Cole Commit, I haven't seen really anything. Plus, um, who's the other Ricky. tight end there? Um, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy right? Graham. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Graham's been. I mean, let's be honest. He's been a tight end in 2020. Like he's been up and down. So um I also I need to see Mitchell Trubisky throwing more yards than 250 for me to be like I can get another receiver. Cuz I mean, let's be honest, you can't have a great wide receiver game without having the quarterback throw for at least that many yards too. So, yeah,
0: that's true. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so just Allen Robinson, David Montgomery for now. Let's move on to some running backs from week twelve, Austin Eckler came back and he looked good on his quote, "limited touches. He finished uh, running oh, back shit. <laughs> He finished running back eight and a half point PPR leagues, and most of it was because of his receptions. He got sixteen targets, caught eight of them for eighty five yards. This man is back, and he is a must-start every week. And I think you can get rid of all your other Chargers running backs. Yeah?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, Kelly... Kelly...
0: Oh, sorry. Go for
2: it. Yeah, I know. Kelly vultured him, but otherwise he was irrelevant.
0: Yeah. And I don't... I think Kelly's not that good. He's just the one that stayed healthy the longer through this season. Everyone else has been banged up, and yeah, he has a little bit too, but he's just the one that stuck around. I don't think he's worth owning in fantasy.
2: By the way, he didn't actually get eight
1: receptions. He got 11 receptions. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. For 85 yards. Yeah, for 85 yards.
2: Better than we thought.
1: Yeah. Are we sure he's in the running back position? Like, it looked yeah. like an Alvin Kamara game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, true. Because he touched the ball what fourteen times, uh, for forty-four yards, and didn't get in the end zone. He didn't get in the end zone at all today. But like you
1: said, Kelly vultured him. So yeah, I think he had a way better game than people, or they led people to believe he was going to have. And so even if you didn't play him, which I think it's like you're okay for not having done so because it was his first game back.
2: He was also on a snap limit, according um, to them.
1: Yeah. Now he showed. Okay, yes, he he is who we thought he was, and so you need to start him. He's an. He's he is
0: a, who we thought he was. We let him get away with it.
1: He's a breath of fresh air, especially for like a lot of teams who might be injured, and now you have that guy back. Yeah, and yeah. He, and if you have McCaffrey as well, oh boy, yeah, it sounds like wait. your
2: team, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, if you held on to uh, Eckler this
0: long, you are you are happy to have him back, and he is back. Start him up.
2: I'm I'm gonna say one thing too. Um, so Herbert threw the ball 51 times. 36 of those passes were either to Henry Allen or Eckler. They are they are not being tricky with who gets the ball. They are throwing it to their main targets every
0: he, time. Yeah, he's throwing it to his best players.
2: Yeah which is yeah. smart. Keep doing that.
0: Yeah, it really helps us in fantasy. So, thank you. <coughs> let's move on to another guy, Alvin Kamara. He did not have a good game again. And the question is, does Taysom Hill really ruin AK's fantasy value?
2: Yes. Yes. I have stats to back it up, but we <laughs> if you just want to leave it at that, we can leave uh, it at that. Uh, yes. let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, running back 22 and 33 the past two weeks. So, in this case, with Taysom Hill there, he is touchdown dependent heavily. In two games, he's had three targets and one reception for negative two yards. That means when Drew Brees left and now today, he has less receiving yards from when Drew Brees left. The previous nine games, he was getting 7.4 receptions a game. 72 yards a game receiving for 119 catch pace which would be a record and 1152 receiving yards absolutely dominant numbers and that's where you get a lot of the value from him and now with this with Taysom Hill in there he's he's seen three targets two games three targets if he's going to get me 50 rushing yards and maybe a touchdown there and then now no catches he's He's just a – he's not a relevant fantasy option. It's just hard to say – it's just hard not to start him because he's AK. And, like, you don't want to be that fool who doesn't start AK, the number two running back on the year.
1: And, like we said, we pointed to it earlier in terms of the handcuffs, but Latavius Murray had over 100 yards and a pair of – like a pair of touchdowns in this past game. So I don't know if that means – They're transitioning to more of like the traditional back role and getting away from their unique situation they had with Alvin Kamara. But it's mind boggling how much of a shift it has been these past two weeks with Taysom Hill, like at quarterback.
0: Yeah. The thing about Latavius Murray is I don't think the Latavius Murray has thing has anything to do with Alvin Kamara. It's just that Taysom Hill has that option to run the ball. So defenses are now looking for him to pull it down and run it too. So Latavius Murray is getting runs up the middle, which is the only thing he really does um, is run it straight up the middle, which it's opening up now. And defenses, whenever Latavius Murray was in before, it was Latavius Murray's going to get it up the middle. But now it's, oh, Taysom Hill might keep the ball. So it's helping Latavius Murray out. They but, might do an option. Yeah. But Alvin Kamara, I just don't see how you get away from him. I don't see how you don't start him because he does still have that touchdown potential. If Taysom Hill oh, just flips, sure. yeah, flips one or two passes his way or, you know, just something real simple, they're getting near the goal line. So I don't think I can sit Alvin Kamara
2: no I, I'm not saying sit Alvin Kamara I'm saying he's still your starter he's still going to be but, that guy I'm saying be prepared for very disappointing weeks very Kevin Sorbo or like similar weeks just <laughs> yeah, and they
1: do have great matchups though like they're going into the latter two games of that four game like piece de resistance like that beautiful magnum opus of games um, so they're still great matchups they have and they should finish at the top of that division. So
2: At least one thing I think we've overlooked so far too is the game was a blowout. It was a blowout early. You're gonna you're gonna rest your starters, you're gonna give um Latavius Murray more carries. You're
0: rushing like back. Yeah, he is he is the running back. Latavius Murray is the running back on that team. Especially with Taysom Hill in at quarterback. He is the running back. <laughs> Just, so
2: I mean plus next week they play Atlanta. And so and they're like they're winning games, they're doing everything right still it's just it's just disappointing. it's just um, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed, so yeah,
0: <laughs> all right, let's move on. James White, New England running back, he had a big day, he vultured two touchdowns from Cam Newton, pretty much. I mean, if that's how you see it, Cam Newton's been getting them all year, James White comes in, gets a couple. Is he someone that you're looking at for the next few games? Probably, I mean, Chargers, maybe. You might look at him. Bram's probably not. Dolphins, probably not. So I think this is just a week where if you played him in DFS or something, you're super happy with that. But other than that, he's not really relevant the next few weeks or the rest of the fantasy season at all, I guess.
2: He had 17 total yards.
0: Yeah.
2: He, he vultured. He, he just vultured. He just had the
0: two touchdowns, which really helped his day.
2: Yeah, he, he pulled a Mike Tolbert. He just, I'm not going to do much. I'm going to come in, get some touchdowns, and call it a day, and then be like, I had a great fantasy day. No, no. He had.
0: Yeah, two, he. What, I mean, he points. almost took the Rex Burkhead role of his own, of Rex Burkhead, <laughs> because Rex Burkhead was out. So, it really, I mean, we've been questioned, do we start Damian Harris or what? I'm scared to start Damian Harris. Sony Michel is officially back. He could have played, but he didn't. I think they're just resting him still. I think this backfield is just going to get more muddied and if you played Damien Harris the few weeks he had all right games, then good for you, but I don't think he's someone you can trust the rest of the the rest of the year
1: no, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you're in a spot where you don't have to rely on the New England running backs, but I know <laughs> this season is pretty rough, yeah, so you might be in that situation, and for that, I'm sorry, but yeah Damian harris is it's it's hard it goes back to the old like it's the new england running back thing you just yeah, i think know.
2: Damian harris is the best one out of that but they're yeah just gonna, I, I swear they draw a name out of a hat and that's how they run every play like right, who's gonna get it this play rex yeah Burkhead, go on in there
0: yeah i think they finally have found found out that Damian Harris is the best, like, true running back in that group, but he's still not world-beater. He's not good enough to where the other guys aren't going to play.
3: No. God, no.
0: Let's move on to another guy. Uh, Derek Henry. This man is... He just unleashes himself whenever it gets cold outside. I don't know. He loves the season or... Just the cold weather in general, but this man is a monster. In in as it gets later on in the season.
2: I mean, I think I think we all played football in cold weather. Like I'm like I'm not wrong for thinking that. Do you remember how hard, like how much it hurt to like hit each other, like yeah. when you were cold, like your skin would slap, especially like blocking somebody and your hands are cold and you'd like slap it and you'd be like Ugh, I don't. Just I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And Derek Henry, I feel like just low-key doesn't care. And he's just like, come on, like, I dare you to hit me. Like, it's going to hurt. It's going to sting every single time. Like this man yep. literally gets better month by month.
0: That's the thing. It's gonna hurt you more than it's gonna hurt him. He finished uh running back one on the week, 27 carries, 178 yards, and three touchdowns against a really good Colts defense, but it doesn't matter who he's going against. He's going to just pound the ball.
1: He has had three straight games over 100 yards rushing.
0: And I expect he's... a lot more coming up.
2: Oh, God, yes. He... The, Colts, the Colts have only allowed five teams to have 100 rushing, y- rushing yards as a team. Two of them were Derrick Henry alone. The Titans. So he's the the Colts have allowed three teams to get a hundred rushing yards, and those three teams are the Jets. I know that's a surprise. The Browns, not a surprise. I mean, all it's, they do uh, is run the ball, yeah, and they still only got like 124. Um, and then the Ravens, who also just run the ball, you know, 50 times a game, and they got 110. Like. The Colts defense is very good. It's just Derrick Henry doesn't care if you're good. Derrick Henry wants to embarrass you. And he does it without a smile on his face. And he's just, I don't know, kind of reminds me of like Tim Duncan. He just goes out there, dominates, and then goes home.
0: Yeah. Just hangs out. Yeah. His rest of the season schedule is nice too. They play Cleveland, then Jacksonville, Detroit, and Green Bay. And the fantasy championship I couldn't I couldn't think of an easier schedule for a running back this man is going to eat
2: this man is going to carry you to yeah. championships yeah if you yeah. have him
0: you are feeling real good going into playoffs
1: yeah and this like <clears throat> this is more like f- overall football related but this week sort of switched a little bit because I saw the the two schedules for the Colts and Tennessee and Tennessee has a like a much nicer schedule than the Colts do. And so I'm a little nervous for the Colts getting into maybe even getting into the playoffs, but yeah, Derek Henry is that train like this, like that snow piercer train just plowing through cold weather, mountains, ice doesn't matter. He will bull you over. So
0: with him having such easy games, does that hurt AJ Brown? AJ Brown not as much, but definitely Corey Davis, I think. Um Ryan Tannehill just not throwing the ball so much, so you can't expect so much from him. Does it I, I,
2: I mean, okay, this man gets on average five point four yards a carry in December. That's throughout his career and i hate to say it but like if i'm handing it to a person who's getting me five yards a carry i'm only handing it to that guy i'm yeah. here you go here you go i'd be running freaking wildcat just the whole time like if i could just yeah. put five blockers out there in derrick henry just to save time save some money whatever they're <laughs> going get it he's getting five yards Five yards here, five yards there. So I, I do think it hurts him a little bit. I think Tannehill's going to drop down to more manage manage the game because es- Derrick Henry is just going to throttle these next couple games. He's just going to dominate.
1: Yeah, it's playoff mode now at this point. Yeah.
0: I think the only one that you can safely start is A.J. Brown, and that's because he can take one catch to the end zone for 75 yards. and save. Or an onside
2: kick, apparently.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, Derrick Henry's a starter. Let's move on. Antonio Gibson. This was one of the Thanksgiving days, and he made it a lot of fun to watch for me, at least. I got him on one of my teams. Three touchdowns. Set a, he tied a record for most uh, rushing touchdowns by a rookie, I believe. On most Thanksgiving. touchdowns by a rookie. Oh, oh, most touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah,
1: yeah. And he has the most on the year out of the rookie uh, rushing yeah, runners. Yeah,
0: that's what it is. And um, yeah, so Antonio Gibson, this man has been slowly coming into his own, but kind of under the radar. Since week seven, he's been outside of the top 10 once, and he finished 17. He's running back five on the season total right now. He finished, He's only finished outside of the top 24 four times all season, and only one of those times it was outside of the top 36, and that was week one. So this man has been a flex or better all season long. And he's just gotten better as the season's gone along.
2: All, all I'm saying is, uh, anybody who owns him, you're welcome. Uh, the, they never DM'd me because they were embarrassed, but <laughs> they clearly listened. Uh, and clearly. since we talked, yeah, since we talked about it, the past three weeks over the uh, over the course of the past three weeks, Antonio Gibson has been the number one running back for fantasy. So, I'm sorry about Derek Carr but you're welcome about Gibson and that's more important. <laughs>
1: yeah, he uh he had his way with uh the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. He Oh yeah. He <clears throat> he took that Cowboys team, bent them over in front of Jerry Jones and said they're they're getting the stuffing. Like, they're, I'm giving them the stuffing. <laughs>
2: I, and loved it was... it. I loved that it was against the Cowboys, too. I absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah. loved it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just cherry on top.
1: Mm-hmm. The whipped cream on the pie, whatever, yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah,
0: I loved it. It was. I mean, this man is going to be good for years to come. Let's talk about David Montgomery. We already talked about Mitchell Trubisky. We talked about David Montgomery a little bit in that. He plays Detroit this coming up week, who's given up the most fantasy points to running into the running back position in the last four weeks, which I think is pretty big. Um, and he finished RB six this week, went over for went over a hundred yards. He's, he's coming into his own really. Um I don't, I mean, last year people wanted him to be this great running back and he was going to get the total workload in Chicago and, didn't really pan out and so I think people are really disappointed or were really disappointed in him but I think he's a pretty good fantasy running back and if we could get a quarterback in Chicago I think it would help him out a lot
2: what do you mean they just went and got Nick Falls (laughs) yeah but (laughs) I I agree I agree I mean he did get a garbage time touchdown but yeah um, it, it did save his day a little bit uh, since week five, though, he's been top twenty-five, five out of six games, and then also top fifteen in that same range, three out of the six games. So, I mean, this was his best game of the season because of that that touchdown that he got too. Um, the only issue I have with him is like his ceiling is running back two. Yeah, like that is that is his peak. Is like I don't think he's a guy that's going to go in one day and suddenly get top five numbers
0: and i think that's why people are are staying away from him is because they everyone thought he could be that fringe rb1 maybe an rb2 but really we've seen it he's just a middle rb2 that's his peak and if that's his if we know his value now i think it's going to put him put us in a much better uh, position coming forward for him going forward with him yeah but he doesn't even
2: he doesn't even have a floor really. Like that's the nice thing. It's like True. his his ceiling is there, but you're it's like hit ceiling to floor, you have to like crouch. Like yeah. You're hitting your head, but you're you're not going much lower.
1: So in his, he's, in he's his defense. Nice. In his defense, I wouldn't necessarily say the touchdown saved his game, because he he also had over a hundred yards, like this game. So he had a decent game and then the touchdown just put him over the top, I would say. Um but yeah, okay, and fair. I think he, I can see that. Um, I think he also has been plagued a little bit with like minor injuries here and there throughout the season. And I think this was one of like a, a game that he had come back. I don't know if it was his first game back. I don't think so, but it was, it might've been his first game, like healthy in a while. So it's, it's nice to see him showing this potential yeah. because I think that's what people like owners have been waiting for.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's even getting done a little bit through the passing game. Uh he's had five or more targets in six of the last seven games. So just for them to show that they're willing to pass him the ball is is huge in my eyes.
2: Yeah, especially since they can't really pass the ball with turd Yeah, back there. <laughs> or even Foles.
0: All right, that'll do it for the running backs. Let's move on to some wide receivers. This week, we all saw it. Tyreek Hill, Kansas City Chiefs. This man is a monster. Backflips, doing peace signs as he runs by everyone. Went for 269 yards, three touchdowns, and over 50 fantasy points. I think this is just something to say wow at, like... You're obviously he, starting Tyreek, so like, there's no question there.
1: So he must have heard us talking about Keenan Allen last week having one of the best wide receiver performances on the year. I was year. just about to say
2: this. And he's <laughs> like,
1: okay, hold my beer. I got this. Yeah. You think <laughs> Keenan Allen's going to have a good game? Oh, boy. Tyreek Hill is, I think, legally classified as too fast.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say cheat code oh he is a cheat code code.
2: yeah he is too fast I think they need to implement a new rule that Tyreek Hill has to wait one second after every snap (laughs) no and then he can start going
0: Tampa Bay was trying to put their number one corner I don't even know his name but he was PFF's like number one corner a couple weeks ago Carlton Carlton Davis? Davis yeah yeah and this man, they just put him in man coverage with no help against Tyreek Hill. Just put a safety over the top at least. And he still was going to beat you. But come on, at least it wasn't one-on-one.
2: Oh, especially if Patrick Mahomes gets any sort of time at all, it like you have to jam Tyreek Hill at the line of scrimmage for four seconds for it to be like not relevant. Because at, yeah. at some point, Patrick Mahomes can just stare at Tyreek and be like, okay, if you're doing just one-on-one, I'm just going to wait yeah Tyreek will outrun you
0: yes every time just,
2: yeah just throw it as far as I can Tyreek will go oh got it like you're you're not catching that man
1: it it seems like kind of like when you like the old like cartoons where somebody runs so fast like like their feet look like they're in a circular motion yeah that's like how Tyreek Hill looks every single week he is so
2: fast <laughs> are you saying he's the road runner
1: <laughs> yeah a little bit like me <laughs> meet try and catch me <laughs> Hi meet me. Um yeah. And he just another really like interesting thing about him, he has it's his fifth game this year with 10 or more targets. And and it's it was his game with the most catches this year. I think it was like yeah, it was 13, but five games with 10 or more targets. That's yeah. amazing. At least 50. he's,
0: he's a Good. monster. You drafted <laughs> that Mahomes Hill stack. <sighs> you are looking nice.
2: If you were, if you were lucky enough, ciao I don't Bella. know how you would. Oh yeah, Chow Bella. If you were lucky enough to get that Mahomes Hill Kelsey, <laughs> I don't know how, but there, yeah, I, there are I some know. leagues that have it. Yeah, true. You could maybe have gotten it, like if you had the, like first pick overall, and you kind of have that swing end of 2
0: yeah. and 3 maybe yeah all right let's move yeah. on to someone else that maybe had we have some questions about Jarvis Landry he finished wide, re- wide receiver 3 on the week he caught his first touchdown of the season this was really his first real game without Odell where the weather wasn't really playing a factor but was this just a boom week? Are we expecting more from Jarvis Landry? Or are we just expecting the Browns go back to their old ways of just running the ball?
2: It was his swan song of the season. It was his one. Um, in, the same, in the same sense that everybody has to have a bad game in the NFL. like You always have to have a bad. There's 16 games. You're going to have a bad one. I do believe everyone has to have a good one. And this
0: has proved that.
2: Yeah, and Sammy Watkins just gets it out right of the right away. (laughs) Always week one. (laughs) So, Jarvis Landry, it's it's nothing against him. Um, I think Jarvis Landry is very good. I don't think that system fits him, and I don't think Baker Mayfield is good enough to keep it going. Kind of what I said earlier, like. In order for your receiver to have 200 yards receiving or whatever, your quarterback needs to throw at least 200 yards, and so
1: it's Baker just hard Mayfield to see. The, still yeah. had less than 300 passing yards. How many totals How is that did he possible? Have? Like 250 something or? Well, 250 a, is like. I'll look it up you. 250 is like more than
2: his. 50 Two, more yards than his average. 258. Yeah, 258. So he had a he had a good passing game for Baker. And Jarvis Mayfield.
0: had Jarvis had 143
1: of that.
2: So Baker threw 113 yards to other people.
1: Like That's why I'm it. nervous about Jarvis Landry. Because yes, That's, he had a phenomenal game.
0: But if they keep running the same offense that they did on Sunday, where it kind of looked like that old Miami offense with Jarvis and Tannehill, where it was just throw the ball to Jarvis as many times as I can and let him do whatever he can with the ball, then Jarvis definitely has something. But I, I think I agree with you that seeing it one week is not enough. This team wants to run the ball. And so...
1: Their playoffs, their fantasy playoffs are supreme. The, Jet, the Giants and then the Jets. So you're hoping... You're really helping. Like if you had dropped him or not, I would look to, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would pick him up right now, although they do face Tennessee, um, but then Baltimore. So that's, uh, but if you're really in like, want to have that like superstar, maybe potentially like for the playoffs, their matchups are are there. So yeah. if you trust him enough,
0: He's uh he's 76% owned right now. So I don't know if he's out there in a lot of leagues or he's not out there in a lot of leagues, but <sighs> he's just someone that I am scared to start every week. Yeah.
2: You you said that they play the Giants and then the Jets or the Jets and then the Giants. Giants and then the Jets. So I actually really want to stay away when they play the Jets because The Browns win have won all of their games by running the ball down the other team's throat. And the jets are, how do I put this? Bad, just simple. The jets are bad. And so when you're already ahead of a team, you run the ball out. And if they can win just by running, they're going to be able to run, 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 get up big running. And then suddenly you're going to pass it out. No. I actually see Baker not getting any pass yards against the Jets because Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are going to just break off four touchdowns in the first quarter. And
0: Yeah, same thing and, we said about Derek Carr earlier. Just expect the run game to go off against the Jets.
2: Yeah, and then they're just going to run it out because you
0: know, they know they can. You, yeah, if you're a run team and you can, that's what you do. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. That's, I, that's what I'm fearful for Jarvis.
0: Yeah. He's right on the edge of that flex range. Um, So I guess it's, it's week to week, really, who's on your team, team to team dependent. If you're starting Jarvis or not, it's just scary. Let's move on. Debo Samuel, 49ers wide receiver. He was back. He played pretty well. 11 receptions, 133 yards. Kyle Shanahan loves him as a player, loves just the player that he is. Just give him these nice tap passes, you know, behind the line of scrimmage and let him go to work. That's just the offense that Shanahan runs, so perfect for it.
1: And he had, uh, it was like more than double the amount of yards he's had in his best game. Like I think he had 133. And that was more than double like any game he's had so far this season, and I think he also had his most uh, receptions by far on the year. So eleven, yeah, eleven receptions, thirteen targets.
2: Kyle Shanahan was really missing us. Like they didn't have any real starters before this week. Like everybody that was there was kind of like number two or lower on the depth chart. So they really were happy Debo like came back. He had an eighty-eight percent snap count. They used him everywhere. Actually, I can't even say that they didn't even run the ball with them, which is surprising. Um, but it's just the offense. Kyle Shanahan absolutely hates throwing the ball deep, and so Debo's just going to get all this short work and let him work with it.
0: Yeah, they. I mean, they don't really have a quarterback that can throw deep either, though. So. No. It's just, it's just the offense that Shanahan likes, and so, and this team really fits it. So, Debo Samuel, I think, is a starter in fantasy going forward. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. If yeah. if he's available out on your team, he's or in your league, which he probably isn't. He's like seventy five percent out. Yeah. You should go. You should definitely get him.
1: Although, if you he's, do have he's, him, he's another guy to look at for playoffs because they have Dallas and Arizona in the playoffs for oh, fantasy. That would be so, so great.
2: Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. I think Kyle Shanahan's going to get crazy with it and do like a tap pass oh. to Debo, and then Brandon Ayuk's coming around the other side, and it's a reverse,
1: it's oh a tap yeah, pass
2: reverse, like, oh like, Shanahan, f-
1: like football movie esque stuff.
2: Yeah, just l- draw it up in the sand, and then you run it, and you run it flawlessly.
0: Yeah, it's going that's gonna be fun to watch whenever both of them are on the field. Let's move on. Antonio Brown, Tampa Bay, wide receiver. I don't, he just doesn't look like old Antonio Brown, obviously. I don't think he's, he's worth being on your fantasy team.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. He does look like old Antonio Brown. (laughs) Just not the old Antonio Brown. He is old. I mean, he's 32. He's.
0: Yeah, Chris Godwin is clearly the guy in this on this on this team and Mike Evans gets in the end zone. Rob Gronkowski is looking better while Antonio Brown is not looking good. Um so I guess he's really should be our drop candidate, 83% owned.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, Brown just took Scotty Miller's job. That's a really good point actually. Yeah, that's the yeah, because that, that's exactly what he did. Because yeah. the other three are like Mike Evans cut two touchdowns. Uh, Chris Godwin had just under 100 yards and I think a lot of receptions. And Grodkowski had over 100 yards, I think like six receptions. And, so, and then Antonio Brown was sort of the odd man out in terms of that passing core on that offense. And it shows because he was like by far like way it he suffered a lot compared to those three. And so, oh, yeah. especially in, in a team where there seems to be some controversy between like Bruce Arians and what he says about Tom Brady and stuff like that. It's uh, might be a little contentious. Like who, it's, I feel like there's a lot more behind the scenes happening than we're seeing right now. Um, but they go into their bye week and then the next four slates of their games, like their next, their, their next four games are amazing. But yeah, Antonio Brown, I don't think is worth having because the other three are the only ones who really benefit.
2: On the, on the note about Bruce Arians is he's kind of, I, he's, they, should, they should put a clause in his contract that he's not allowed to talk to the media because he just says stupid things, man. <laughs> He like he said the other day that um, Ronald Jones Ronald needs, more needs touches. To have, Ronald Jones should have twenty touches a game. Like, oh, bro, what?
0: You're you the one can that
2: control that.
0: <laughs> I guess not because I mean Brady has to not audible and hand him the ball, but still.
2: Okay, but great, man. Like, he needs to have twenty touches a game. Are you just well, sitting there my only thing calling is, yeah, twenty run plays?
0: Script. 10 runs at the beginning of each at the beginning of each half boom you know he gets seven of those that's 14 right there he's gonna get six more throughout the game that's
2: like I understand I, mean, I understand Tom Brady could audible but at some point like he can only audible so many times yes yeah. like like if you're really worried about him audibling it you're kind of upset with his quarterback play this year you've publicly said it really, like, how you play depends on how your quarterback plays. If you're really going to be saying that, you need to not be afraid to pull him. If you really think that, pull him. Pull Tom Brady. Do it, please. I
0: just <laughs> want to see
2: it. I want to see it. Yeah. So,
0: I think Ronald Jones is, is just like David Montgomery, too, where we've kind of seen where he has actually landed. I think he's Better than David Montgomery especially for fantasy, um, you know, for the next few years. While Tom Brady's in Tampa, at least. Let's move on to the last wide receiver we're going to talk about today, T. Y. Hilton. I
2: don't think. Well, can I, can much... I take this one? Can uh, I take yeah, this go one?
0: For it, go for it. Go for it.
2: All right. So let's talk about T. Y. Hilton. Is he back? Oh no. no! All right, we can move on. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. He. I mean, he had a good game in. But that's really it. I think... First touchdown, first game, above 80 yards. Like It's
1: the same as Landry.
0: Yeah. Michael Pittman is... I mean, the only difference with Landry is Landry is actually the number one on that team without Odell there. The number one receiver, I should say. Um, With the Colts, Pittman is still there. Pascal is still there. They still have all three tight ends. Naheem Hines coming out of the backfield. I mean... TY Hilton is not fantasy relevant if you I mean maybe you play him in DFS but I'm staying away.
2: If you're playing TY Hilton, I need you to uh log back into your team for the first time since week 3 because you haven't <laughs> clearly been using uh yeah. you haven't been checking and take him out.
0: Yeah, That's he's not, not worth picking out. up and he's not worth the ad. Just stay away from TY Hilton. That'll do it for the wide receivers this week. Let's move on to some tight ends. First up, guy we've already talked about a little bit, just got into, Rob Gronkowski. Like we said, he's he's looked way better. He's tied in seven on the year so far, and he seems to slowly be getting back into football shape and really starting to go down the field to catch some passes. His connection with Brady really helps Brady has you know he doesn't trust everyone and he clearly does trust Gronk so Gronk's a threat to score every single week and he had one of his best weeks this season so far and so yeah Gronk must start every week I think at at the tight end position
2: so over the past eight weeks since week five Gronk is tight end two
1: like and in those, in that span and you need to start him especially given their schedule after the bye so their four, their last four games of the season are Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta that last game won't necessarily matter for fantasy but it, that's still just a beautiful yeah. schedule yeah that's a masterpiece that's like the sistine chapel of schedules
0: Really, yeah. it's the Steen
2: Chapel up yeah. schedule? Yeah.
1: You know,
0: I don't know. I think I like Derrick Henry's schedule a little bit better. For I him. think we
2: just trust Derrick Henry more. True. True. Yeah. So Derrick Derrick Henry is kind of like this man will eat, and then now we're also just giving him like two plates to eat. Yeah. At least with like Gronk, it's like this man can. We we have to wait to see at least a little bit. Yeah.
0: Oh, all right. um, right. Let's move on because we already went into Gronk quite a bit. Jonu Smith. We were all really high on him earlier in the season and he has just fallen off since his injury. Didn't even get a target this week. Like, and with Derrick Henry's, like we just talked about, Derrick Henry's schedule coming up, I'm gonna just say it's Derrick Henry's team. With Derrick Henry's schedule coming up, I don't think you can just trust Johnu as a streamer. Move on to someone else.
1: Unfortunately for Smith fan- or Smith owners and fans, yes, and it's seemingly more and more like the Derrick Henry show, and it's Derrick Henry's team. Yeah, they're no longer the Titans. They are Derrick Henry's team. It, yeah, Derrick and the Henrys. <laughs> <laughs> right there, it's their band sweeping the nation. It's it's prime time. His special is on every single week, and he's like, it's it's like he's controlling like the puppet strings of the NFL, and he's just putting things into motion for him to just mm-hmm. be like the the guy. And Johnny Smith is a yeah, casualty. Which really
0: takes it, yeah, it's yep, exactly. Johnny Smith is a casualty.
2: John o. Smith still is tied for the most receiving touchdowns from touchdowns. tight ends. Yeah. And if you do total touchdowns, he is leading tight ends.
0: Yeah, because he has eight. a rushing touchdown.
2: Yeah, he has that one random rushing touchdown, but he still has seven receiving touchdowns. <laughs> it's just this man is super streaky. Like he started off the game, he started off the season with four good games, then he had three bad ones. Now he's yeah, had three good game, like good games. He had I that mean,
0: injury. Ever since that injury, he has not played well.
2: No, he's he hasn't elevated like we saw. I think week two where he got twenty two points. Yeah. So I mean, it's just really hard to say like, oh, you know, go start this guy. Like, let's have it. Besides Kelsey, if they can't elevate and to be the number one, number two, maybe even number three tight end of the week, somebody who is tight end. Eight every week is is probably getting five points. Five, yeah. six points gets you tight end like top ten tight end.
0: Yeah, tight end position so. is garbage this year Trash. and pretty much every Yeah.
2: All right, so let's good. <laughs> let's
0: go ahead and keep talking about tight ends. Then next tight end, Evan Ingram. He went over a hundred yards. He looked pretty good this week. But like we said at the top of the show, Daniel Jones went down. So. And they were playing against the Bengals, which have not been good against the tight end. So do you guys feel like you guys can trust Evan Ingram off this or you need another week or are you staying away completely?
2: If I've stuck with Evan Ingram this whole season, I've been hoping that he was one of those guys that that elevated himself. He was – Early rankings had him like tied in five on the year, something like that, like fairly high.
0: Top six, seven, yeah.
2: Yeah, sure. at least. Um, I mean, he's he's warming up. He's he's been getting better. The issue we have is Daniel Jones might be out, um, and so unless Colt McCoy can gunsling, um, I I don't see it. I mean, and he has. He has such a favorable matchup, and I'm going to hate myself for saying it. They're going against Seattle, which means that since I think it's going to be a good week for this team, they're going to suck because that's how it works with me. Derek Carr and Jared Goff have ruined my life. not Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman just, yeah, he's he's doing good. So that's my, I, I don't even want to talk about it. I right. hate tight ends so much.
0: Yeah, I hate tight ends too. <laughs> yeah. I mean Evan Ingram, I think I don't think he's a start every week. I think he's a stream option and there's gonna be weeks where you can stream him the rest of the season and there's gonna be weeks where you can't. So send us your questions if you have any. <laughs> if you if you have a question on if you should start Evan Ingram or Noah Fant, for example. Let's let's go ahead and get into Noah Fant. Denver, for the Denver Broncos. You guys, he had 100% of his team's receiving yards this week. All of them, so.
2: You mean the Broncos who completed one pass? He um, had 100% of their
0: receptions as well. You're right. (laughs) For For what, 13 yards? 100% of of Air yards, so
1: take <laughs> when that. <they> had...
0: for, <laughs> for what you will.
1: <laughs> it's, okay, get okay. We get it. The NFL. You don't like the Broncos.
0: No, yeah. Um, it does look like Drew Lock will be back. So, Noah Fant, he's a starting option. Definitely a streaming option with, uh, Drew Lock back. I just really hope that they have drew lock back because if not are they even an nfl team i mean it, it no. did not look
2: good it did not even look. even the broncos twitter said there was a game the score is what it is <laughs> and then they were just like you cannot get mad at what was what was yeah hubies name stinton or something like that no hinton H- hinton. hinton yeah hinton they're like yeah they're like yeah, yeah. Kendall Hinton like you can't practice get mad at him squad wide receiver <laughs> found out what Saturday or yeah. something like that that he was going to be like hey you're going to play quarterback oh yeah. like in, in next week's practice next week practice we're going to we're going to I'm going to mess around play some quarterback he no no he played like, quarterback just the
0: saints he played quarterback um his like freshman high school? season his freshman season at Wake Forest so, yeah, and he wasn't good was so to, six to years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> let's, let's just have let's just hope we get Drew Locke back so that way Noah Fant can be fantasy relevant, Jerry Judy, fantasy relevant, Tim Patrick, maybe even as a flex option.
2: But I, I'm actually going to even argue Noah Fant's not that relevant, even with Drew Locke. He's tied in 15 on the season. That's not starting in most leagues. He hasn't seen more than really eight points, depending on your scoring, since week three. I, he's, he's not doing it for me. Like, if you can't, like, eight points should be your mid-range, not like that's what your high is. And since week three, that's been his high, eight points. So I, I can't even trust Noah Fan. Even they with you also,
1: they also go against Kansas City, which is no bueno. Yeah,
2: but it's gonna be bueno for Kansas City.
1: Oh, oh yeah, smorgasbord. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. All
0: right, let's move on. Let's just get through these last few tight ends. Uh, Kyle Rudolph from Minnesota Vikings. He should have had more yards. I think like one more yard and it would have been a perfect day or something like that. (laughs)
2: Let me guess guess, he had 68 yards. 68 of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Get a stat keeper going and just switch
2: it a little bit.
0: (laughs) Should have had, yeah, I know, right, stat corrections. (laughs) Come on, you guys. Uh, So he should have had more yards, but, yeah, I think this was just, you know, a streaming tight end that we missed this week. If you streamed him, great for good for you. But he hasn't scored a touchdown all season. This is not a guy that you want to pick up
1: and and play.
2: It came about when Kirk Cousins threw the ball forty-five times. Yeah, because
1: they they were down. Yeah, yeah. and even with <laughs> even with Adam Thielen out, he can't get in the end zone. And I know Justin Jefferson benefited from that because he got in the end zone twice, but. Without the number one, like touchdown receiver, yeah, you don't benefit. Like he had a good game. I would
0: say Adam Thielen is the true number one, even with Justin. Oh yeah,
1: no, I, I agree. But like without the number one like receiver who has the most touchdowns on the season, at least going into the the week, you don't benefit in some way in terms of the end zone. Then that's a little rough. Yeah. He just had,
0: I mean, he just
1: had a lot of yards. And catches,
0: yeah. Yeah, quite a bit of reception. So, he just had a good week. He's not someone that you want to look at to be on your fantasy team. Now, someone that I am interested in, Dallas Goddard, Philadelphia Eagles. This man has really taken the Zach Ertz role um, from the past few years. Receptions, I mean, he had 10 targets, 7 receptions, 75 yards, got in the end zone. I mean – and he, I mean, he's capable to do that every single week.
1: Yeah, he he's shown it in previous years that he's, he was like arguably the best tight end too. Yeah. And now that he's like the starting tight end on that team and arguably their best receiver on that team, like he's a very, very viable option.
2: Yeah, I, I saw somebody sorry, I saw somebody last year draft him as like their starting tight end in one league. Um, I believe his name was Keone. (laughs) And I think Keone was just a year ahead. Like he, this is the year to have him. Um, I think the most important thing is a lot of the offensive players this week finally came back. I mean, they had Alshon Jeffrey, they had Jalen Rager, they had Miles Sanders there. They had Dallas Goddard there. And they still sucked. The Eagles yeah. still sucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
0: Miles Sanders had a terrible day.
2: Oh god, awful. Carson Wentz I had Jeffrey a Carson uh, day.
0: Yeah, I was on Jeffrey caught his first pass of the season, and it was from Jalen Hurts, so that was that was great.
2: So it Dallas Goddard so far, if this is what it's gonna be like, he kind of looks like the only Option: I actually want on that team. Travis Fulgham has gone bye-bye. Yeah. Travis Fulgham is, was a number one when there was nobody else. So, um, and I think we've
0: seen that before from the Eagles with Greg Ward last year and stuff. There's, I mean, they're going to have stints, but these guys are not number one wide receivers in the NFL. No. And, and Carson
2: Wentz is playing so bad.
0: Yeah. It'll show eventually. Um, yeah, I think I I don't think you can get away from Miles Sanders quite yet. And I don't think you're going to be able to the rest of the season. But again, just like AK, I, I don't really want to play him. It's just I'm kind of forced to. Would you guys, I, here's the last question before we take off Alvin Kamara, Miles Sanders, or David Montgomery? Who do you want? Who would you want the rest of the season? Who do you feel most
2: confident in? Oof, oof, um, I still gotta go, AK, because I'm hoping Breeze comes back.
0: He has a chance to, at least.
2: He has a chance to. Um,
0: yeah, if Breeze <laughs> comes back, AK automatically shoots to the top of. All three of those. Oh, he, but, yeah, yeah o- automatically.
2: Yeah. because it, it. But he is. There just, is going he, to
0: be probably t- at least two more games with Taysom Hill.
2: I know, and can you sit through those two games? Because those two games could determine if you're in playoffs or not. I you have, have the, AK. If,
1: yeah, if, if that's the case, I have to. I have to. I think I have to say Montgomery for right now because of Taysom Hill, and his sort of lack of connection it seems to be with Alvin Kamara, and I, that's sort of. I don't like saying that because Alvin Kamara is one of the best running backs in the leagues, but if he's not going to catch passes, like we said, he's not the same player. And David Montgomery is, I think has a good slate of games. So
2: Alvin Kamara this year has more um, receiving yards than rushing yards, including the past two games where he caught negative one receiving yard. Yeah. Like, including the, like, this man is a pass catcher first. He is a wide receiver that lines up in the backfield. So, if he's not pass catching, he's, he's a maybe a thousand, maybe a thousand yard rusher, like, close. And then he gets some touchdowns. It's just, it's not really, it's, it's hard.
0: Yeah. With Taysom Hill in there, he's not getting the touchdowns Taysom Hill is. So, yeah,
2: I like how we agreed that Miles Sanders nobody really. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I don't yeah. want to play him, but I think you're kind of in a situation where you're stuck playing him.
2: Yeah, you drafted him high enough to where I don't think you have. And he's the still he's out him. on the field, so. Yeah, he's still there. He's getting he's getting the touches. He's just not doing much with it.
1: Not producing.
2: All right, that'll
0: do it for us over here at the fantasy daydreamers today.
1: Hold on. I, I, I just oh, thought of something. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Cole Beasley threw a passing <laughs> touchdown. The third time, like, thir- you know, he tried it in 2016, tried it in 2018, finally got it in double 20s. I'm just proud of him. I love you, Cole Beasley. It
2: really safe his day. I haven't heard you say – I haven't heard anybody ever say double 20s. Yeah,
1: what no. year is it? Cool. Double 20s. Breaking ground.
0: Anyways, had, had to it, had to mention him. It moved him from like wide receiver, something really far down, sixty something, all the way up to thirty
1: something. Yeah, he had two that, catches so for tw- yeah two catches for twenty five yards.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Beasley. Beasley. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, that'll do it for us over here at the Fantasy Daydreamers. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please go like and subscribe wherever you guys. Uh, get your podcast. Leave us a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out. Tell a friend. That also helps us out. And if you guys have any questions, please send them to us at Fantasy Daydreamers on Instagram, at FF Daydreamers on Twitter. You guys, we have a website, FantasyDaydreamers.com, with weekly um, articles that these guys are putting out. Ian Keone and Aaron are putting out So please go read those. Um, And remember, you guys heard it here first. David Montgomery is a better football player than Alvin Kamara. That's what Keone said. Oh, and also stay dreaming.
2: Also, don't forget to look at the brand new monthly article. Monthly article. Yeah, new monthly article. This one's by Aaron. He went over the, uh, um, the greatest fantasy seasons of all time. Um, fun fact most of them are very recent like we've seen a real boom in fantasy production so yeah um, go read that um, I'm sure it's good I don't know we kind of let intern Aaron just do it and we'd let him have fun so I yeah. hope it's good
0: <laughs> you know he's not getting paid so you might as well have fun over here
2: yeah <laughs> all
1: right yeah, thank you guys
0: dreaming. so much for listening stay dreaming
1: Hey, dreaming. Stay dreaming.